when I'm not drinking bourbon or writing blues songs, I listen to the Sean Geek Podcast over on seanmcginnity.ca, and you should too. Welcome to the Sean Geek and Fast Fred podcast with me, your host, Sean Geek, and that guy over there. Fast Fred. Goddamn sexy Sunday morning. <laughs> it's early. And my coffee is... Uh, now I'm starting to sound like Tom Waits. I feel like <laughs> Tom Waits this morning. Uh, yeah. Java. Jesus is going to be here. He'll be here soon. <laughs> because it's Sunday. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> That's his day. That's he's been, he's been reserved. Usually. I don't know. That was pretty bad. Tom Waits this morning. Anyway, uh, this week, this week, wait, what is it? Sunday morning. We've got me and Todd. We got a special guest here. Want to introduce yourself, sir? Tell us who you are. Hi, I've been here before. Um, yep. This is uh, Shane from Shane Loves Games, formerly the Shane O'Mac from Rum Pirate Reviews. Here we are, and it's early on a Sunday. Yeah, so, sorry for the earliness. We're uh, Sundays we go out for lunch to the in-laws, and yeah, actually going to uh, yeah see my mother-in-law for the first time in a little while. She just got out of the hospital, so Ooh. excited for that. Yeah, so you requested a particular uh, style of episode today. Well, I think we we originally, this, like that first time that I was on, it was kind of the idea that that's what we were going to do. And then we just got lost <laughs> down a rabbit hole. Of, <laughs> we haven't really talked in a couple of years, so let's just record us talking. Yeah, and that's true. It was 420 on that day, too, so that didn't help <laughs> oh, either. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I remember. So. Yeah, it's, it's the rabbit hole series. That's, yeah. That's, <laughs> we should call her. <laughs> that's pretty much the whole series. We should call yeah. ourselves the rabbit hole podcast, but then they'll think it's some sort of porn. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> you just don't want to. Could be a good thing. Could be a bad thing for reading. Yeah. Could be. <laughs> Curiosity. You never know. The metrics go up. You're like, who are all these new listeners? <laughs> It's like when and, and look at their names. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Geek Boy and Fast Freddy. <laughs> Fast Freddy, yes. <laughs> um uh I, I'm gonna start with a story. It's it's um I don't know. I, uh, okay, I gotta tell it. I, I told Sylvie and she I made her laugh so hard she now it's not gonna be funny because I told you well funny. yeah, don't don't <laughs> say that part. <laughs> so I've I've been I get up in the morning early and I try to get my workout in because I'm an old man and I gotta keep young for these kids. So I'm trying this new workout and it says, okay, you need to do 20 minutes on the treadmill. I'm like, okay. So I'm on the treadmill and I put it up to the regular speed that I go and kind of go on like like it's like really fucking early in the morning. If I like fell off the treadmill and broke something, no one would even know I was down here. 
So like maybe I, there should be a, like some sort of safety security procedure. I'm like, oh yeah, there's this little cord that's all wrapped around like the handlebars of the treadmill. Right. And it's got like a clip, you know, you clip onto your shirt in case you fall off. I'm like, you know what? That's probably a good idea. I'm going to do that. So while I'm doing the workout, I'm also listening to a podcast. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to grab it. And it's wrapped around. I'm trying to unwrap this damn thing. It's finally get it unwrapped. And next thing you know, I forget I'm on the treadmill. <laughs> I start going backwards. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> I start kind of speeding up the guy caught up. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, okay, okay. Okay, I've got it. And I'm still doing it. I'm trying to fucking put it on. Next thing you know, I'm in the fucking wall. <laughs> and it's still oh, running. It's still running. <laughs> Because I never got the fucking thing clipped on. And I kept forgetting I was on the fucking treadmill that I was going. Like, how do you... Six o'clock in the morning, I didn't have my wits about me. So now there's a big hole in the wall I got to fix. Oh, crap. Jeepers. You literally went through the wall. Yeah, big circle around it going, this is Sean's arse. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, it was, it was actually my foot. But I didn't... Oh. The whole... The funny thing is, I guess my balance is good because I never actually fell the whole time. It was just one of those... You see those like fail videos where people are on the treadmill and they never fall off, but they're just like, I don't know, like it's one of those. I wish someone could have videotaped it. How did you get a footprint in the wall? What were you doing? Climbing the wall? No, no, I kicked backwards with my heel right into the wall and it went right through. Oh. Whatever. So when it went through. Was your heel jammed into the wall while you're trying to hop on one foot? No, actually, it didn't do that. I'm lucky because <laughs> now that would have been funny. Could have broke something. <laughs> but how yeah. do you forget you're on a fucking treadmill when your whole goal? <laughs> like, but the podcast was really good that I was listening. To. <laughs> wow. I'm like, and I was laughing. You know, it was I think it was Pot of Thunder or something. I was just yeah. laughing. I'm like, oh my god, these guys. Podcast could cause injuries. I, yeah, you know what? I think they were talking about like grabbing people's balls, like they were doing balls to the walls. <laughs> and, uh, they were talking about how macho that cover to uh, accepts balls to the walls was. Have you guys ever seen the cover to Balls to the Walls? Accepts album cover? Yeah. No. That's awesome. I don't think so. No, that's awesome. No, I couldn't afford the actual album. It had to be something like that uh like the podcast you did metal for breakfast that was uh i i had to get like either ktel or you know compilations that had yes. different songs in it could never actually get the actual band because that was way too expensive to you know if you only liked a couple songs on the album back in the day when you know that's how you had to purchase music do you like balls to the wall shane like my balls to the wall or like <laughs> the album well the song at least anyway it depends on the temperature of the wall oh anyway all right so turtle power yeah i was in the pool so the um (laughs) so what we're doing today uh is we're gonna yeah like shane said we're supposed to do this last time i guess and see we're going down a rabbit hole we already went down the rabbit hole (laughs) sorry but we're we're fucking doing it because our list here so we're going to talk about what favorite covers right our favorite covers it doesn't even have to be the best covers. It just has to be your favorites because we already eliminated a couple like in our preamble yes. to coming on here. Like we don't want to talk about Johnny Cash doing Hurt because that's probably, I would say that's probably the greatest cover that's ever been done. Yeah. Um, so much so that Trent Reznor refuses to play the song anymore. 
Yep. And he's just like, no, that's John's song now. Yeah. Um, and all along the Watchtower by Hendrix, like, prob that's probably the most famous cover, I would say. I think so. Yeah. I actually, I did a, I did a, it's interesting because when you brought those up, I, I did a, a search because I was just curious what other people thought about the best covers of all time. And number one and two were, you know, were those two. Like, you know, it was yeah. one on one and it was number two on the other yeah. one. So, yeah. And it's like, yeah, those are great covers, but yeah, everyone else has talked about them to death. Yeah. And I don't want to cry talking about Johnny Cash's hurt. So, yeah, no, it's not allowed. Um, so I figured we'd just talk about like five of our favorite covers. Um, if we have some synchronicity, that's great because it'll knock the time of this podcast down a bit. Because <laughs> we could easily do seven hours. I'm sure. Seven hours on what are we, 15 songs. Yeah. It's so, um, yeah, if there's crossover, that's great. So I, I think I, I would like to see us grab our least favorite towards our most favorite-ish. Todd, are you okay? Are you... If we're only going five, then I gotta get rid of a couple. Okay. This one and this one. Okay. I, I want a different. Oh. My recording paused. Did you try that? Oh, I did. We haven't been recording. There we go. It's just resuming. <laughs> we haven't been recording. This no, <laughs> there's two of us recording. No, that was me. I, I put my sheet down. I accidentally hit a button. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I went. I went a different route this time. I, I figured, you know what? I'm not going to go uh, favorite, favorite. I'm going favorite nostalgic. Oh, okay. So oh, it, it'll yeah, be. A, I got. Oh, like, gonna, wait, wait. So we, like, okay. Clarify. Okay. So there's no, there's no Van Halen. There's no Rush. There's no Triumph. There's no, there's no like head pins and oh my god, I, I had a whole bunch here, and I figured, you know what? I got to, I got to narrow it down. But I want to go by feeling. Like a something that makes me feel something. Oh yeah, yeah. Like your balls to the wall. Yeah, like that. <laughs> a warm my, wall. My, my coffee's one. kicking in. <laughs> Preferably the one the sun's been on. Yeah. Oh, nice, warm, gentle. Yeah. Yes. I can't believe we're talking about fondling balls on the wall, but. Ostracher <laughs> in Vegas. <laughs> he went oh. to Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> So Shane, what was your bent? Like, how did you, how did you put these together? Was it similar to Todd? I, I basically, you know, most of these I could name off the top of my head instantaneously, like without even having written them down. Um, there were a couple that I kind of went back and forth. I have an honorable mention if we, if we have time. Oh, I have an honorable mention too. Okay. Um, but most, I, like, I'm positive you are not going to be surprised by any of these except maybe one. Because um, like, that's the one thing that you and I really bonded over when we first met was music was the other side of things other than being like nerds. Yeah. Um, was the fact that you and I enjoy a lot of the same music. Like we really... But eclectically... Like, yeah, like, like me first in the gimme gimmies. Like you and I sat there and like both of us when we were like, I like them too. And then for the next six months, that was all we listened to was me first oh, yeah. in the gimme gimmies. Yep. Um I was wondering, had, okay, I I, I kind of figured there was I had to leave me first in the gimme gimmies off because that's all they do. Yeah. And I really wanted to put them on my list, but I'm like, 
like they're they're kind of more they're uh they're a hokey band like they're a gimmick band like as much as i love them yeah um like a stunt and almost like yeah like here's well i mean it's really all their side projects to let let off some steam and just have fun and um but you know you had that album re-recorded in winnipeg of that those people that redid all the spider-man music from the the 60s cartoon and i listened to that for forever because i borrowed that off you and i was like i need this is good yeah and and you can't even get it did you yeah yeah like like four computers ago it's long gone now oh i can send it to you it's hard to get um Uh we actually had uh, i don't know if you heard but we actually had the the bass player slash yeah the bass player slash piano player uh, on our show oh i didn't know we also had the guitar player alfie on here too Oh, that's so awesome. So you should go go back and listen. Yeah. Like they actually share the experience of the Spider-Man project. Oh, okay. And it's, yeah. it's, 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 I don't know. Those two guys are great. Hey, Todd? Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, but, yeah, okay, so, so. I figured just like, no what's, joke, what's, no what's close to your heart? Yeah. Like what's, what's near and dear to your hearts? Like, you know, we, we, I really appreciate covers. Um, I really appreciate completely different takes on songs. Yes. Um, yes. And I like, you know, how how many Dylan, how many people's greatest hits are actually just Dylan songs? Like, <laughs> I, I can name a couple here, but. <laughs> well, I almost thought we might intersperse a couple of like, not like just dishonorable mentions, I guess you could yeah. say. For like, why? what's the point? Yeah, Madonna's like, American Pie. Like, yeah, what's the point? Why? That's gross. Yeah, it doesn't like it doesn't. Oh, shot Todd's like fuck. I better take that off the list. <laughs> That's <laughs> not <crossing>. joking. <laughs> but yeah, there's some like yeah. This joke is gone. <laughs> <I'm kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> Next, no. <laughs> but it's like like okay. So Todd, is there a cover that you heard? You're just like, what's the point? Like, what? What? Why are you doing that? Like, you mean a, a song that was created? Well, a, no, a song that was made and somebody did a cover of it. And it's like, it actually doesn't bring anything to the table. And in fact, it, it might even diminish. <laughs> okay, you know what? I misunderstood. I, I was wondering, like, what do you mean by covers? The covers are like, whatever a song does, it's a cover. Oh, no. But, no. Oh, it's you, got well, album covers? No. So now you're saying it's, <laughs> it's someone else covering someone else's music. Okay. I, I screwed oh. up. So my list is totally crap. Okay. Well, <laughs> we, we can start and well, like, we have uh, enough material. So yeah. you can chime in, I guess. So we, so what is your list then? Yeah. My no. list was uh, the favorite songs, but these were, well, we'd call them covers, but yeah, they're not covers of covers. They're just, they're, it's the songs that regular songs. Regular songs that have been covered a bunch of times? No, that have been covered. <laughs> he misunderstood cover. I misunderstood. Uh, these ones have not been covered <laughs> that I'm aware of. Um, so, so you're worried about... Oh, three. actually, there's one. There's one that that is that is a cover. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. I thought Tal was worried about thread count. You know? <laughs> like... No. Uh, Costco, uh, dollar for dollar, probably has the best for me. <laughs> It's just a plug for cost. Of course, Todd knows. 
Yeah. Martha Stewart um, makes a hell of a nice towel too. Yeah. So you guys remember the old days of cassettes? Yeah, I'm old too. Because <laughs> <laughs> the old days of cassettes, I actually, like I used to make mixes all the time, right? For people, like people would actually pay me to make mixes. And uh, I did one mix called Under the Covers. And what I did, I did a side A and a side B. So side A was the original and side B was the cover. And I just lined up the whole thing like that. Neat. And, it, you know, you can't do that with the CD. It doesn't really work the same or like, I mean, there's no CDs anymore. But like, how would you even do that on a playlist? One of my favorite albums I had as a teenager was it was called Saturday Morning. And it was punk bands doing Saturday morning cartoon. I have it. Yes. I it's have. so good. It, it like Ramon Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Like that's, that's the best. That's the best one. All right. Well, here's my number five. Three is the magic number from Saturday morning cartoon. <laughs> that's my number five. A blind melon. Yeah. Yeah. Since you brought it up, it's like now, I'll, now I'm like, yeah, let's just go. Let's just go. Are, are you familiar with three is the magic number by from uh magic oh wait not magic school but uh schoolhouse rocks i don't think so no it's a pretty good one all right now i have the like it's a rock tune uh well you remember schoolhouse rocks right i'm just going to do a share screen here at the same time that sounds like a a channel that uh, our grandparents had uh, when they had cable because we only had uh what two channels with rabbit ears and a french channel and channel 13, which was, I think, Prince Edward Island, but you had to dial in that little, there was a secondary knob, like a fine tuning knob to try and get rid of the snow. Sometimes I feel like I'm a secondary knob. <laughs> Sean, you're the primary knob. Okay. Like, <laughs> All right. Don't, so don't I, beat I, too hard on yourself. I, ha- I have it lined up here. I got to make oh, sure the cool. volume is low. The picture looks familiar. Yeah. So, so Shane, explain the, <clears throat> the album to Todd, the Saturday morning album. So what they did was they like a bunch of punk and alternative bands like at the I would say like the height of grunge did the height of grunge's like mainstream popularity. Um, They did a bunch of covers of cartoon theme songs. And like Ramones did the Spider-Man 66 theme song. Um, And a whole bunch of other bands just did like um it was like hong kong fooey hong kong fooey and gigantor and uh, matthew sweet did the scooby-doo oh yeah that's right that was, oh, that, was <laughs> that was another really good one on there yeah um and it was just like you know 14 year old shane went gonzo over this album and it was one of the ones that i li- i literally listened to it until it well until that was the era of car- that was the era of cartoons too like that was yeah. eras of cartoons so todd so blind melon did a cover of three is the magic number from um schoolhouse rocks which was those little like what five minute vignettes that would be interspersed in the saturday morning cartoons right so basically um they'd be like three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Well, Kinda, that's, yeah that's, yeah <laughs> kind of like that but that's from sesame street but right anyway this is three is the magic number this now this song, I know maybe it's kind of a little funny or something, but for me, this song was actually important. This is a song I played a lot when Abby was born, when it was just the three of us, me, Sylvie, and Abby. And there's a lot 
there's a lot of heart in this song, despite it being a cover of a Saturday morning cartoon like thing. So anyway, just take a quick listen here. Uh oh, why is it not playing? Can you guys hear it? No. No, no. Can turn the volume up a little bit more? It may not let you. Uh, I have it. Oh, there it is. There you go. Magic number, yeah, it is. It's the magic number somewhere in that ancient mystic trinity. You'll get three. It's the magic number in the past, and the present, the future. Faith and hope and charity in the heart, and the brain, and the body. Sound familiar? No. <laughs> oh. It sounds like blind melon. <laughs> it does. It <laughs> sounds like somebody was tripping. They figured to write a song. <laughs> That's half of those. Yeah. Well, so wow. So anyway, that that's my number five. And there's a, there's a line in that song is uh, a mother and a father and a baby make three or something. And I don't know. There's there, there's a sadness about Blind Melon for me because I actually do quite like them quite a bit. And he died. The singer died young. And it's and they were so talented. And as the band often says, like, we didn't even know what we were doing yet. Like we hadn't even developed as a band we weren't there yet and we had all the success and then the singer died like three albums in or two albums in he died in the middle of the third album or something like that so there's kind of a a sadness there but the endearing quality of this song is i don't know it's something special for me and it's like they're only ever known for no rain like yeah it's it's the only song and honestly for me just because it's been overplayed to me that's the song for me you know the song No Rain Tide? Mm, if I heard it, I might All yeah. I can say is that my life is pretty plain. Yes, I know yeah, that song that, for that, sure. Yeah. Yeah. But like that's one of the top five 90 songs ever. He also sang in uh, Don't Cry uh, by uh, Guns N' Roses, the big ballad. He was the guy singing in the music video with uh, Axl Rose. Oh. Yeah, because they were buddies. Axel helped get them signed. But anyway, that was my cool. number five. So since you brought it up, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I'll just throw it out there. So I guess that brings us to Shane's number five. Uh, yeah, let's. Uh, For your, I, yeah, I would say um, Nirvana, Man Who Sold the World. Mm. Um, I even if I hear the original Bowie. I think of the Nirvana version. Oh, I don't listen to the Bowie one. I just, yeah, it's one of those. It's the live version. It's one of those songs. It's like, how lucky did we get that somebody hit record? Yeah. Like, we have it. It's locked down. You can buy it on any format that you want. But he brings this 
he brings that Kurt Cobain and like as I when I was a kid when Nirvana was actually relevant I could not have given a shit about really? Nirvana. I didn't care um and it's just within the last couple of years that I went oh I I fucked up <laughs> like <laughs> And I've, I've started to really gain an appreciation for them. Um, and especially in the last couple of years, like, and just listening to, and I was trying to fill out my, my list, like I, like my three or four, I was like, yeah, that's, that's easy. And then there was like, do I add this? Don't I? It's pretty, like, it's probably, I would say it's one of the two most well-known covers on my list. Yeah, that um, this one's in. This is in every top ten. Yeah, um, that whole MTV unplugged is it's it's gold. Like the only other one that I can really think of that MTV unplugged is the Dave Matthews one where he's baked out of his tree, <laughs> and he knows it, and the audience know it, but the MTV execs are like, "We got Dave Matthews on our thing," and Dave Matthews is like, "Hey, everybody." i'm dave matthews let's play some music and just like goes into it i thought um, you were gonna say um um oh my god what's the name of that band now darius rucker oh hootie and the blowfish hootie and the blowfish. i thought you were gonna say oh, that's the best mtv unplugged performance ever <laughs> oh, do you remember hootie and the blowfish oh yeah let it cry yeah oh, god Another '90s staple. Oh God! I... What's that other band that unplugged MTV? It was really, really good. I think you actually, uh, on the podcast, you actually put the poster of them on there. Uh, Kiss? Nope. Nope. Uh, oh, Allison Chains? Yes, Allison yeah. Chains unplugged. That was awesome. I listen to it every once in a while. I'll just put it on YouTube just uh, to listen to it. Yeah, that one's. What, Shane, are you Allison Chains fan at all, or? Uh, uh, it's okay. They're kind of a detuned sound. I don't off, know how to explain off it. Center sound, yeah. Yeah, it's off center. The only way I can really explain it, but it's uh, some of their songs are really, really catchy. So yeah, that was my number five was Nirvana's "Man Who Sold the World." So Todd, what was your number, uh, whatever it was? <laughs> well. <clears throat> I'm gonna Wait, go. I, I've got, like, does Todd know this song? Uh, which one? Man who sold the world? Uh, probably not. All right. Let's but sure. then again, I just go by the song names. Yeah, don't really mean a whole lot. Yeah. Though, actually. All right. Well, we got to put it on just because Todd and I said, "Fuck it, we're starting to put clips in our songs in our shows now." You've gone from watching drum solos on oh, your phone on. to playing along with them. How do you not have an ad blocker for YouTube? I don't know. Okay, yeah. I know that song. You knew it right away, right? From the yeah. Board, as soon right? as I hear the first note. Yeah. Oh. I guess that's all we needed that week. Yeah, <laughs> Everyone like, knows that, right? <laughs> but I guess the thing I want to say about that, like I went through my own Nirvana fate. Nir- Nirvana? Am I from the East Coast or what? Yeah. Nirvana. Nirvana. The first time I heard uh, that song where they're jumping around there, remember the name of it, <laughs> there's a few of them. But... Jump around, jump up, jump yeah. up. Get that, yeah. that one? <laughs> no, we were at the Travel Lodge, and I think we had just moved here. Are you thinking Teen Spirit? Uh, it could be, yeah. So, yeah. And we were, 
don't know if Kelly well, and Ted. That was... would be when. Okay, it's Todd. That's when because we moved to Montreal, and then when we moved back, we stayed at the Travel Lodge. Right. So this is that is when second I said that'd be 1990 or whatever. What was when did Shane? When did Nevermind come out? Do you know? 91. 91. So yeah, so it'd be. Yeah, I think we moved back 1991. It was like the winter of 90. Discontent. Yeah. Yeah, there was a slow part of the song, and we'd just kind of be doing, you know, back and forth like that. And then they get right into it, and then we'd be jumping up and down on the bed almost. Yeah. <laughs> just kind of, you know, doing uh, the punk punk thing, I guess. Uh, I Do you remember, there was uh, there was this local band in Winnipeg called Mark Labossier. Remember those guys? Yep. <sighs> he did... Um, smells like Teen Spirit or something. I don't know. It was maybe a, a riff or something. Somehow I got on his mic. I somehow I got a hand of his hold of his mic or something. And I was singing this. That's what I was singing was uh, smells like Teen Spirit. <laughs> Running around the stage, giving my mic back. <laughs> sounded. I sound actually for some reason I don't know why, but actually sounded good, and the audience like wanted more. And sweet Mark Labossi was pissed off that I was stealing the spotlight because. You know, <laughs> he was he was going to be the next John Bon Jovi, but he was from Winnipeg. <laughs> he was going to have an album called Manitoba instead of New Jersey. I don't know. I don't think it would have done well. Wow. Anyway, go look up Mark Lavoisier, people. Do you know who yes, Mark they Lavoisier were gonna, is? They're going to be. They, they actually uh, had their own record there. Yeah, they had a couple. Their own album. Yeah. But anyway, sorry. Let's go back to Todd's song. Deviation. <laughs> yeah, okay, hole. so I'm going to go with. Um, well, I don't know if they're in order, but okay, so Stevie Nicks landslide. The Dixie Chicks did it. Uh, ah, yeah. okay. and both versions are excellent. Okay. So, so that's, that's that no, that constitutes a cover for sure. Yeah, so that's that yeah. Anytime I listen to it, I'll either go to one or the other. Um so wait, so this is one where both are equally hit you. Yeah, I mean Stevie Nicks has got that that voice that's so distinctive and you just want to hear it all the time uh but the dixie chicks do a really good job on the song also um so yeah that's 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 one of my picks and not the uh, smashing pumpkins cover of landslide i (laughs) didn't know they made one it did yeah (laughs) it's not good it's not good no because it's billy doing his wine wrestling Okay. TNA, well, okay. Well, I guess TNA. 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 <laughs> Billy Corgan from the Smashing Pumpkin Todd owns a wrestling federation. I don't know if he still does, but all right. It's well, called, here it's called TNA. I he I think he invested in <laughs> TNA at one point. It's NWA now, isn't it? Didn't he? He was in. Yeah, he's got NWA now. That's yeah. Like, okay, so here's the Fleetwood Mac version. I honestly, just saying the song title, I have no idea what song this is. So let's just, really. I'm not. You know, I, 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 I'm not a Fleetwood Mac fan. I don't dislike them, but so I, I got to hear this to see what it is. Oh, oh this is awesome! I remember this. What the hell kind of? There's a new intro. I'm gonna create that. I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah. This landslide makes me want a coke. Your daddy sounds like Jewel. 
Sound familiar at all? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know. So I know. Yeah. Yeah. I I had no idea it was called Landslide. Okay. So the Dixie Chicks. Okay. Yeah. The the Chicks now. The country did up. Oh, this is actually good. I like that. That's good, actually. Okay, let's get to hear the Smashing Pumpkins. No. Oh, why, why would you do? <laughs> you I warned you. I warned you. No, I warned you. Uh... Oh, they, they spit up the. Uh... Yeah. The guitar is good. This is obviously not Billy Corgan playing. James Yaha. Yeah, sorry. It's that breathy. Okay, you know what? Have to say that was a that was a great pick. That was a good pick. Okay. You know, yeah, it's one of those songs like I didn't. I I was like, ah, that one. It actually, I like it, and I might not have. I don't know. Kind of, I had it on the back burner, I guess, but. Yeah, it's one of those. It's it's one of those mellow tunes. Like I said, this, this list is different than than my you know heavy, you know rock and roll guitar riff heavy type of songs. Although there is a couple here, but but uh, yeah, it, it's nice and mellow. You kind of listen to it in the background. Uh, you know, it starts the lyric starts going, and I don't usually listen to lyrics, but every once in a while, a key word will come out here and there that I'll kind of pick up that uh, you know it talks about getting older and stuff and. You know, you kind of reflect back on your life and go, you know what? I am getting older. <laughs> it's like, holy crap. You know, when you realize, you know, how old you are. Yeah. Yeah. You're not in your 20s anymore. By about 6 p.m., I can really feel that I'm 41. <laughs> <laughs> I had to be 41 again. <laughs> <laughs> um, now I'm really. Um... What's your next one there, Sean? Okay, I, I, I'm just I'm just rejigging my list a little bit here. This is probably my num- this is my number four. I don't know if you guys have heard it or not. This is a live version. I don't. I'm trying to see if I can actually find. Uh, whatever the live version's fine. Not that I want to promote the show that this person was on, but um, yeah, number four is uh, "Thank You," the Chris Cornell cover of the Led Zeppelin song. He almost. He almost made my list with his Billy Jean. I know. I was gonna put it on. That's too obvious. I was hmm. This close. Yeah. yeah, I don't. Uh, well, like I said, unless I hear it, it, it's not one that jumps out at me. There's a better. Uh, okay, video will play after ad. I'll just. You, you, are you familiar? Are you? There's a lot of ads today. Are you both familiar? Are you both familiar with Led Zeppelin? <laughs> Who? Who? Yeah. Not, <laughs> Live at oh, the BBC. Not, not the who. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's never heard of them. Never heard and of them. Actually, so, are you? You both uh, know the song "Thank You," though, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, Todd. Do you know "Thank You"? If the sun refused to shine. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that sounds familiar. Someone's here to say hi. Say hi. 
Daddy, I have something exciting to tell you. What's up? Today, today I'm going to grandma's and she's going to give me my favorite rice. Your favorite what? Rice. Oh, the favorite rice. Ooh. Ooh. Grandma rice is good. Her favorite. Yes. She has a, uh, a well-known rice that she makes. It's very good. You like her rice? Yeah. What's it taste like? Oh, it tastes a little good. Tastes like magic? No, not really. No? Hi, <laughs> Hello. You watching cartoons this morning? Well, no. No? My mom is watching this cop thing. Cop show. Yeah. Ah. You're watching violence? Yeah. Murder and violence? Yeah. <laughs> you can't start off your day without that. Yeah. <laughs> it's called living in Edmonton. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. laughing. No. Okay. <laughs> Keep going here because we want to go to grandma's, okay? Yeah. Say bye. Bye. Anyway, sorry for the inter- interruption. No, that's all right. I don't care. It's Good. my daughter. So yeah, like <laughs> leave it in. <laughs> okay, so so this is Chris Cornell's version. Like Chris Cornell did a whole covers album, I think. In the, like sort of like he did a unpl- he did his own unplug unplug set. That's where that Billy Jean, Billie Jean comes came from. from. Yeah, and then he later added it onto his album. Like after, because he was just doing covers, just like go out and playing live, I'll do some covers. And then he actually ended up re-recording it as a kind of not not really acoustic version, but but anyway, this is I'm not a huge supporter of Howard Stern here, but this is the only one I could find. So you guys ready? Mm-hmm. Thank you over all over Led Zeppelin songs. What it, shut up, it, and but because I know Some refuse to shine. Oh, yeah, I would still be loving you if mountains crumble to the sea. There would still be you and me. All right, that's all I can listen to before I start you weeping. The, the, the first song that comes to mind when I listen to that. Is do you remember the movie Rockstar? Yeah. Okay. And then when he goes into the studio and he's auditioning, do you remember that song? Just before he starts ripping into his I don't remember what it sounded like, but I remember emotionally. Yeah, listen, listen to the goosebumps. Just look at (laughs) just thinking about it. But yeah, go back to that. It it almost sounds identical, the feeling to that. It's it's kind of got the same uh vibe yeah i'm trying to think of the name of it now we all something <laughs> that's what youtube is for <coughs> bless you is that an allergic reaction to youtube or no a rock star living a life wild side we all die young we all die young yeah 
Oh my god, it's by Steel Dragon. I didn't even realize. Yeah. I don't know Little if you guys are going to hear this. Chicago's oh, fuck off. It's loaded with <laughs> what the hell? Every single time? Mm, toppings. <laughs> and it's always like... a 15 second ad, too. It's not when you can skip after five. YouTube Whatever. knows you're recording. Yeah. There you go. They want to run their ad on your show. Oh, yeah, I can kind of hear the vibe. Yeah. yeah, when he starts singing, you can tell. If the sun refused to shine. There's a lawsuit there. <laughs> oh, wow, yeah. Holy shit. Holy shit, it does sound the same. Yeah. Wow. Oh, you gotta go right up. You gotta go right up to the point where he just rips it. Get to the working out part. Who's actually singing here? Mark Wahlberg? Is he actually singing or no? Oh, I can't see that. Yeah, Kenny Allen. Right here. And that sounds like something else too. That I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, just goosebumps. Yeah. <laughs> rabbit hole, rabbit hole. Yeah. Okay, what number are we on? I think now we're on two. Number... <laughs> yeah, like I've done two so far. I've done two. Okay, no, My... I've done one. Oh, you've done one. I've only done Nirvana. Oh, damn. Okay, we'll go. What's your four? Um, I'm gonna say bare naked ladies, lovers in a dangerous time. Oh, oh yes. Oh. I love that song. Um, it's originally a Bruce Coburn song, and I think that the bare naked ladies chewed that song up and made it way more than what Bruce did with it. And I mean, Bruce Coburn's one of the great Canadian songwriters. Like, you can't, you can't say anything bad about him but like that bare naked ladies lovers in a dangerous time like who and a lot of americans don't even know their early catalog like they jumped on that one week, one week bandwagon they don't know gordon like and they're like oh wow like best new band they're not new <laughs> when one yeah. week came out they weren't even close to being new yeah they've been around for like 15 years already in canada and even the music video for the lovers in a dangerous time is so good. Yep. Like it's just black and white. It's slowed down. It's them in the back of somebody's their cousin's pickup truck driving around Brampton or something. I'm going to be honest. The, uh, the drum sound on this song is what actually prompted me to pick up some, um, some, uh, Oh my God. What are those called? Brushes for my drum kit. Just hearing the drummer on that song. Yeah. That's another feeling song. 
Yeah. Todd, you, you obviously familiar with it then, Todd? Oh, yeah. That's, I love that song. Okay, for yeah. the Americans that maybe think it's been, that's, yeah. all, that's all they know. You're missing out. You're missing or, out. Or a million dollars. <laughs> yeah. I still love a million dollars. Yeah. I, I don't I, mind it, I guess, but it's, you know, I don't know. All right. I'm just going to play this for those that aren't aware, but Gordon is a genius album. Gordon's my Desert Island album. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. Here's uh, Lovers in a Dangerous Time. For those of you, you can't see the video, but the video is just gorgeous Brad. and they were still an indie band when this song came out yeah like this was i think just shortly after million dollars yeah this was independently released right as an e on an ep or something yeah i think they even did it like a bootleg don't the hours go shorter as the days go by look how young he is wow we never get to stop this is what got them a record song major record one minute you're waiting for the sky to fall and next you're dazzled by the beauty of it all lovers in a dangerous time what am i doing in the bare naked ladies <laughs> in a dangerous time. It also looks a little bit like shane a little bit like sam wilson sam thompson, thompson. <laughs> yeah, i was gonna say yeah. so around the time this song came out i actually saw them at wise guys at the u of m campus bar really yeah this this is way before gordon right like <clears throat> Because Gordon was like, this song came out and they started becoming a name. And I think they get like him because this this album was I don't know if it was an EP or not, but it was released independently, like on some indie label. And then this song came out. I think it probably Shane, correct me if I'm wrong. I think it won a Juno, which oh, I... at the time is unusual for indies, you know, to to win awards like that back back then. I was 10 when this song came out. So but then uh, after this, like like they blew that was it yeah i wonder if bruce coburn had to say about the cover probably something good i'm sure but anyway oh that's okay that's yeah so that's that's a great call there that's my next one on my list hey todd uh linger by the cranberries it was redone by mike massey you may not if if you really like to listen to to easy I don't call it easy Mike listening Masse? music. How do you spell it? M Mike M I K E and then M A S S E. He came out on the scene. He he was playing in a pizzeria. Just him, his guitar, and my God. And then he brought in a, a friend of his, a bass player, and they played uh, one of Toto's tunes. Uh, and my God, the just the, the sound quality and everything is just awesome. And then since then he's done more and more and more and he's done some in the studio. He's had some guest people come on. Uh, but at the very beginning is, is when I started listening to him and I, and I knew that he was, I think he was, a, I want to say a lawyer. I don't know. He's, he's got another job, but, but th this is his calling for sure. Music. Shane, you're familiar with the song linger. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. You know, I, I own that cranberries album. 
uh that is not my favorite song on the on the album there's another song that i uh, it's that 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 album is actually really good i can't what the hell hell is that album called zombies or i don't know if zombie was on that one this is like the first one but anyway i i did find it here so i'm going to okay play this because i'm not familiar with the cover so i'm actually kind of excited here shane you excited I could, I can barely contain myself. So I guess Brenda Andrus is the one that's doing the vocals. Oh, so he's oh he's backing vocals. Okay. But he's yeah, but but it's a it's a remake, I guess, of it. Okay, let's hear it here. Live at the Pie Pizzeria, Salt Lake City, Utah. How they get such good sound? studio sound oh and they have a whole set list if you look on the right here they did uh creep Yeah, actually, I think I actually sent him a, a message one time. So, how are you getting that studio sound coming from a pizzeria? And, and I guess he's got uh, some processing uh, gear that he has there that, that's portable. So he's, he's very, ex- it's very expensive. Like board, yeah. It's like a busking type thing, but he's, but yeah, he's got uh, a nice little setup. He's probably got um, a Zoom board, <laughs> like those Zoom boards we were looking at. Wow, this, that sounds really good. And they, it looks like they have a few songs. So I'm, I'm saving oh, this for later. Lots of songs, yeah. Wow, do some, they do you too and stuff. Oh yeah, it's it's uh, yeah, and, and things that you would think that oh, this is an acoustic version of this song. It's just well, I'm sure it won't be that great, but my God, he's a very very talented musician, and he has some really talented uh, people on there too. So yeah, wow, I could have did all my remakes just through him. Oh yeah, he does this one. He does this one. He does this one. Yeah, no <laughs> But not an actual commercial band that's selling, you know, millions of albums type of a, a remake. This is just kind of a, a guy who's, you know, kind of doing it for himself. Shane, next one. Oh, I, is it my turn again? I, I don't know. Go. Sure, why not? If you're not ready, I, I can. Oh, uh, no, I, I can go. I can go. Um, I saw this band live, I saw this band in university live. Not only did I see them live, it was the first night I ever got drunk. I oh saw this God. band live. This is another cover of a Dylan song. This is the Headstones, Tweeter and the Monkey Man. Wait a minute. That's a cover? It's a Dylan song. Oh, come on. I didn't know that. Yep. 
Okay. Oh, wow. Todd, you know the headstones, obviously. I think, doesn't your band yep. the headstones? Uh, I think we play a couple of tunes, yeah. Yeah, Todd, uh, by the way, Shane, Todd's band is fucking great. Todd, <laughs> send, send links to Shane in the chat. He's got uh, the last show they they did. Really. Oh. Uh, yeah. I, you know what? There's there just so much stuff on YouTube. If I punch in, you know, and the band's called The Guys From Work. And if you punch it in, oh, you'll never find it. No, you won't. <laughs> you almost no. have to, you know, I, I, I even put the guys from work and then I put, uh, was it Canada Day 2023? And that's how I kind of labeled it. And then I, you know, I couldn't find it. Canada Day 2023? You guys are like... 2022? I'm traveling. I'm traveling. <laughs> I'm traveling. Yeah. Well, good news. The world survives till 2023, apparently. Because <laughs> Todd has a show. Yeah. And they've yeah. already played it. Yeah, so we just play covers, which is uh, which is fun. We we just love the hell of it. We're all retired, so it's like, and we're all originally from the same place, from the same workplace. But I'm not all retired. Well, no, two. Uh, Wait, how many are retired? No, sorry, one's retired. Yeah, Randy's retired. Uh, oh my god, Warren, Randy. Warren, Warren plays drums, and he still works at the same place as I do. And uh, then the locksmith, he's uh, he used to work with us also, but now he's moved on to a different. Uh, a different place so yeah we, we used to all work together so yeah I've so, actually, I've actually i made a playlist bunch of old guys with the songs <laughs> you guys are playing put it together and yeah still playing bass still slapping the bass slapping the bass yeah all right so let's uh i uh i i, I pre-looked it up so i could skip the ad hey so headstones and danko jones for me they're two Canadian bands that should be internationally renowned. Ugh, it's aren't they? A little bit, but not at the level they should be. Hmm. I would say they're probably most known for this song. Yeah, I think so. He also um the uh you'll have to remind me here. The well it's the, it's uh, part of they did name. so Dylan wrote the song for the Traveling Wilburys. So it's on the Traveling Wilburys album. And it is not, it doesn't sound anything like this at all. Wow. Enough to avoid copyright? <laughs> no. No, okay. It's the name of the song. So then they get, I guess they get a cut of that, right? Oh, yeah, for oh, sure. Oh, the headstone's doing it? Yeah. The, the, well, Dylan would make all the money, right? Yeah. Uh, it's bugging me who the, Hugh Dylan is the singer. That's slash actor slash actor he also does one of the voices in the left for dead video game did you know that i did yeah he's the one i always play <laughs> just because it's fucking him yeah right here here's here's the song uh if you guys don't know this song then go find it Oh my god, it's so good. It's so good. I was like, I didn't want to stop it, but we can't. Yeah. 
Oh, <sighs> it's Canadian gold. It, it's it just, gold. and I, I continually forget that I've seen them live because it was at a frost show in like my first week of university. And I was, oh yeah, I they did a lot of those. And I was like, we just kept going because it was like free shows for freshmen, right? So you just walk yep. in and like, um, I saw, ah, uh, damn it, Moist. Oh yeah, okay. With what's his face there? Yeah, they yeah. were live for free. Like, yep. Just like a whole bunch of stuff. Anyways, and I just remember like seeing headstones and like totally rocking out like where did these guys come from like, like, yeah, who the hell are these guys like, and they're canadian holy i shit. knew who they were like i'd seen them on much music yeah. all the time and like but seeing them live is going to be completely it was so it, amazing it's all they're all about the show yeah so yeah that's that's a that's one of my favorite songs let alone favorite was that that was your number what three or yet three now yeah, i got three down I don't think I've got three down. Todd, did you? You have one more, right? To get to three? What's your three? Uh, my number three is actually Toto's Rosanna. Mm. So which cover, which version of the cover? Well, see, this is the thing. This was actually one of the songs that I had picked that didn't, I'm not sure if anybody else ever did. Uh, although I think Mike Massey might have, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, and I had picked it just because of its, uh, I mean, I'd listened to Toto years ago when I was, I mean, I was, you know, in high school and I was working at the co-op and we used to have music on and I was listening to Toto. I'm like, who is this Toto? So I was looking them up and it's like, well, there's studio musicians and, and whatnot. So I'm like, okay, they read music and what, you know, but, uh, I didn't. And I figured, well, th this is what a studio musician sounds like. They're just so fluid. It's just incredible. And then when they get gets up to the solo, it's like just blew my mind. And even the outro of the song, it's just, it's like pouring water. It's just that, just that fluid when he's, when he's playing. Yeah. And Steve that's why Luther, I had played. I think he's the guitar player. Steve Lukather, yeah. Good yeah. friends with it. He was great friends with Eddie Van Halen. They were always swapping uh, techniques and stuff, like talking. Oh. Oh really? Oh yeah, huge. Yeah, I didn't know that. Eddie was a massive fan of Steve Lukather. Wow. Yeah, awesome player. So this, Shane, I know you'll know. So who has famously covered Africa lately? Oh, Africa, that's the one. Mike Massey. <laughs> we Weezer just did it, didn't they? Weezer did, and so did Foo Fighters. Actually, almost within a year of each other yeah it, africa came and like just came back into the limelight real hard and like everybody and their mother covered it and but why was it on a show or something it's just it, i think it's just you know just life is a circle like yeah. just <laughs> happenstance <laughs> and it was just one of those things like oh yeah remember this song and then everyone's like yeah i remember the song and then everyone and their dog covered it I was listening to the Chris Jericho podcast and he had some guy that had gone to Africa to climb. Was it, is it uh, Mount Kilimanjaro? Yeah. And he did it. Cause like he was inspired to want to do that. Cause of this song. <laughs> it's like, song he was playing it on the way up. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> With his earbuds on. I, I was um, inspired to sell cocaine and hash by uh, <laughs> Twitter. <and the> man. <laughs> 
<laughs> my my uh <laughs> for legal reasons that's a joke yes yes <laughs> <laughs> oh god oh oh uh kiddo you got bookie this time coco bookie and coco both sound like names of twitter and monkey <laughs> <men>. <laughs> all right okay so um do we need to play i don't think we need to play toto Africa. no no i think if no we know that one. That. yeah okay so here's my i think i i don't want to ruin it here well we saw oh. your tabs so you already did damn it you were looking i mean yeah <laughs> here's my number three yeah that that's yeah is that on your list it sure is <laughs> of course it is how are you familiar with this Not so far. Listen to the words. Recognize this here? No. Okay. I didn't. I, I didn't know uh, Duck Dynasty put out an album. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering who that was. Was that uh... Gourds? They're called the Gourds, and when Napster was a thing, it was mislabeled as Fish. So for the longest time, I had it mislabeled as something wine, iron wine, or something like that. Um, for the longest time, I thought this was Fish doing the cover, which oh, like, I, that, that tracks. Yeah, I oh mean, yeah, it sure does. Um, and it wasn't until a few years ago I was like, oh, this is this no nobody band, the Gourds, who'd done some <laughs> stuff. This is probably the thing they're most famous for, mm-hmm. and it's this bluegrass cover of Snoop Dogg's Gin and Juice. And Did you catch that, Todd? What's that? That's Snoop Dogg. It's a cover of Snoop Dogg. I don't think I've heard that song. This oh is God, this was like Gin and Juice was like the first song that made Snoop Dogg like it was his first big hit. And they've they've taken it and bluegrassed it up and <laughs> it's really? it's so good and I think it's probably my favorite cover of all time. Super Pets. Super Pets. Super Pets. The WB. We don't know what we're doing with our characters. I'm boycotting the movie on purpose. I'll tell. That's a whole different episode. So, okay. So Todd doesn't know what the song is. So um, let's. 
Am I still sharing screen? Todd doesn't know what this <clears throat> which we had that damn couch for 20 years. And don't be wow. Don't be missing the stereo. This is what they're covering, Todd. Oh my god. Oh. With so much drama in the LBC, it's kind of hard being Snoop D-O-double-G, but I somehow, someway keep coming up with funky ass hits like... Does that ring a bell, Todd? <laughs> no. But his, his hair has come a long way. <laughs> Todd, Todd's a fan of Snoop Dogg from uh, Trailer Park Boys. Yeah, Trailer Park Boys. Yeah, that's the, And his uh, friendship with Martha sense. Stewart. Yes, that's that's a perfect one. Yeah, she's yeah. done more jail time than he has. Yeah, she has actually. <laughs> yeah, uh, he get, yeah, he gets high and then she cooks for him. So wait, so what? Where did, did so this is on your list, Shane? And when? What number? Yeah, this is number one. This is number one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, I distinctly remember hearing this in university. Somebody had it, and it just that was it. That was my that was my theme song for that whole year was just now that was an 80s tune right because it's got that 80s vice 80? city type of with the 90. uh that was 94? keyboards oh, I think it's oh yeah that sounds about right you know boys in the hood menace to society era now do you actually own this album the like the snoop dog no 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 i do i don't own a lot of rap albums i'll be honest but i definitely have this one the only hip-hop i own is word burglar Nice, nice. Um, My homie. Yeah, I, 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 I like Snoop Dogg. I just do. I don't know. He's awesome. Uh, so but wait. Yeah, that's that was like my number one. So it's, wait, did we do your number three? We did your number three. We did Todd's. We did mine. Yeah, we're on number four now. I think now that like well, number two. The other one. Number two. Oh, okay. I. I <laughs> Gin and Juice, the Gourds was my list, so I only have one more yeah. left. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll let. And you I can go. do an honorable mention. All right, sounds good. Todd, what's your number uh, two? Uh, Journey, separate ways. Oh, I, I think that's the one. It starts out with the keyboards. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. worlds apart slash separate ways. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so this it's, good. it's got that driving, you know. The video is so good. It's so 80s, especially with the keytars up on the wall and behind them. Like, how can now, you not? Now I'm curious. Like, so is someone's cover? Yes. Whose cover? It, seventh Heaven. Oh my God. <laughs> oh there's my a, God. There's a blast from 92 Kiss FM when it used to be, you know, said in 97 Kiss, it was That's 92 crazy. at so that, that time. So that was a local band, Shane. Yeah. Okay, Seventh Heaven. Yeah, they're they used wrong. to play. Actually, wait a minute. Okay, I, I'm looking this up because Seventh Heaven, wasn't that one of those bands that uh, Brett Fitz was part of? Well, they did that commercial for Advance at Louie Louie. Remember that? And they're all kind of gyrating their hips with each other, kind of going up and down the stage. <laughs> that was Seventh Heaven. Okay. Guitar player had a hammer guitar, beautiful flame. Um, and I think he had a, he was playing a Fender red knob, uh, twin, I think 
and he was running a pedal board through it but boy the sound that came out of that thing and when they were playing that song it was like yeah i think uh I, just, I, I looked up seventh heaven winnipeg band and brent fitz was the first thing <clears> that popped up so that was the band i guess he was playing in brent fitz it was garth that was playing guitar i think uh yeah I'm trying to do you know who Brent Fitz is Shane no he was a drummer in Winnipeg around the time that Todd and I moved here and he was in a lot of local bands playing uh his band was playing against Mark Labossier and Tooth and Nail and and all those guys <clears throat> and then Brent went on and moved, went to LA and tried to make it there and he did and uh he's the drummer for Slash's band Holy shit. Uh, also played for Gene Simmons' backing band and Ace Frehley's backing band. Cool. He plays in the Conspirators. Like, uh, Conspirators, what are they called? The hell. So Brent Fitz has played with Slash, Miles Kennedy, Theory of a Deadman, Dead Man, Alice Cooper, Vince Neil, Union, Gene Simmons, the Guess Who, that's currently who he's playing with, Brad Whitford uh, of Aerosmith, Derek St. Holmes, Brian Montrose, Indigenous Lam- Lamia, Streetheart, Harlequin, and Econoline Crush. He's played drums for all those bands. He played for Harlequin? Mm-hmm. And he also was the organizer of the first and only KISS convention in Winnipeg, where he where he backed up uh, Bruce Kulik on stage. Neat. Yeah. Oh, speaking of which, I saw yesterday so was amazing by the way they're yes. a great local band and their covers were who's the singer for that band todd he, he could do steve perry like without blinking yeah i'm not sure that's like that filipino kid they got that journey got to yeah he's he's uh uh andrew panita panita i, or I saw them alive Pineda? when they were doing Ariel a big, big tour and came through winnipeg I saw Journey, I saw Loverboy, and um, Night Ranger all in one night. Wow. Night Ranger, yeah. It was so good. Oh, that would be awesome. And like, they've all been playing together for like 40 years, so it sounds like you've just turned the radio on and you're listening to them because they're so in sync and they're like, they're tight. They're, they're tight. They're masters of their craft. They've been doing it forever. Even though Loverboy, the lead singer, it looks like somebody ate him, but like <laughs> he, he sounded great like oh he still sounds good he's still it's good. it's amazing like reno is a canadian champ for sure yeah okay wow so oh, kiss you, on you, the uh... you just blew my freaking mind with that seventh heaven thing <laughs> <laughs> um the current singer for streetheart i'm thinking because because the the singer for streetheart passed away and the guy that replaced him, I think, might be the guy in Seventh Heaven. That could be wrong. Somebody call my bullshit, please. But I think it might be the same guy because that guy was doing Journey flawlessly, effortlessly all the time in other bands, I believe. He might have been in Shake Naked. I don't know. I can't remember. I don't know. We got to do a compilation of like 80, 90s bands that we used to go see. But anyway, my number two. <laughs> number two. My number two is uh where is it here all right uh, i didn't spoil this one uh, i have to actually look it up here 
you guys just talks amongst yourselves. I saw Kiss uh, live in Vegas, and I think it was Kulik that was playing. And you could tell that it was an older, uh, it was an older show because uh, Paul was actually, you know, he actually looked like he was in shape. Yeah, actually, they all looked like they were in shape. So this was probably like what mid nineties, maybe. Yeah, they did a, a bunch of like um, smaller shows. Um, the Vegas one was smaller, I think. Google Garth Brooks and Kiss "Hard Luck Woman." Yep. Oh, the unplugged version. Yeah, yeah, that's, that that's was really a, good. Is that your number two? No, it, it should be an honorable <laughs> mention. I just thought of it now. I was like, shit. I yeah, that, that's, okay, we'll put that on. Okay, so here's my number two. Share screen. There you go. Oh. Oh, God. You don't have to play the whole thing. It's so that. good. It is good. Yes. It's one of the greatest songs ever. No, this isn't the original. Nope. It's an old. It's an old like blues. Style. Irish. It started as like an Irish Scottish tale. Actually, yeah, that's right. It's and like everybody blues it up. Yeah. And then the animals were like, we can do that. We did it in 64, was it? 64, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Now, th- th- this song has a lot of different reasons for being in my number two, other than being a cover, of course, is that my mom does a wicked. Now, ultimately, my mom's version of this song is probably my favorite cover of all time. Mm-hmm. Or my mom. I mean, our mom. Yeah. Um, she just wails on this song, and it's... It's otherworldly. It's so amazing. But that's that's my attachment to the song is seeing mom perform this song. Yeah. And just losing my mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we played it a couple times when we all get together with yep. the family parties. Yeah. So I guess we're all familiar with that song. Yes. Because we don't yes. need to say much more. Very good song. Shane? Uh, I'll do an honorable mention before I do my my last one. Oh, yeah. that sounds good. And it's another Dylan cover. Um, it's so the lady's name is Joan Osborne. You probably know her for oh. singing "What If God Was One of Us." Yeah, yeah. Like that's her song. But she does a song called um, "Long Black Coat," which is an old Dylan song. Oh, okay, "Long Black Coat." black coat joan osborne right yeah is that actually off her that album it's, it's on her album yeah i actually own that album of course i do okay god damn it commercials 15 second commercials every time i'm, I'm very curious i i think joan osborne is incredibly talented todd do you remember that song one of us what if yep. god was one? like it was like yeah oh yeah i've heard that one yeah she's uh incredibly talented we Canadian too, right? Or no? I don't think so. I think you're thinking Amanda Marshall. Yes, I am. Yeah. I met Amanda Marshall's bass player. <laughs> I don't know why. I met I met the bass player. Do you remember Todd? You were there, weren't you? 
we mm. went to go we went to some bar with danny our cousin danny we were we went to moncton we were some bar on on is it main street i guess and we were when we were chatting i was chatting with amanda marshall's band the cosmo no no it was on main street i don't know where cosmo is by the mall oh yeah i think that was by the mall anyway i was chatting with them and we're like having a conversation like i was a musician or something it was really weird hmm. i don't know they just want to drink with her in moncton like well you don't look like you're from here i guess we'll chat with you i was like well i am actually from here but <laughs> oh you know what this was actually i think i had gone home for richard's funeral that's what it was so back in 97 oh okay yeah yeah but anyway so what's what, why this song, Shano? Um, it, it's got a little bit of attachment to me. Um, I wore a long black trench coat in high school. <laughs> um, what? Trench yeah. coat mafia? Yeah, I got in caca poo poo. Um, because after, because I was in grade twelve, I was in a, my senior year when Columbine happened. Yeah, and I'd already been wearing my long black coat forever and ever, and everyone got sure. very very aware of my presence all of a sudden after columbine yeah, they didn't notice you before right yeah yeah i was doing it because of the reference to the matrix but hey everyone wants to <laughs> mine was from jay and silent bob like yeah so yeah exactly um, it was just like an attachment thing and i think it's just a beautiful song all right let's uh let's take a listen here but this is another dylan cover keep it safe And the Dylan version is like super Dylan, like it's been yeah. distilled Dylan. So it's like, yeah. cool. like it's real. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. It's really, and I just think, I just think it's a super good cover. So that's my honorable mention. Honorable mention. Todd, you, we got your number two already out of the way, I believe. Yeah. Your number one. My number one. <clears throat> And like I said, this, this these were songs that that kind of make you feel. Yep. Uh, and this was one that I don't know if anyone has ever covered it. I mean, it probably has, but I haven't really listened to it. Steve Vai's "For the Love of God." Oh, okay. Every time I listen to that, it's just it's uh, it's a very emotional song, I guess. Now I don't know if anyone's ever. <clears throat> okay, a lot of people have covered it, apparently. Oh, okay. <laughs> I know a lot of people probably tried to play it. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's, it's, I, I, it, for me, it's my favorite song from Steve Vai for, for sure. Yeah. Everyone's 
trying to learn or and or cover this song. Um, yeah, everybody and their dog. Are you familiar with the song, Shane? No. Um, okay, I gotta. It's almost like taking a ride. You're gonna have to close your eyes and then just, <coughs> just flow with it. It's that type of a song. Um, I did an episode with the Real Debaters, and we had to um, pick five songs that would define our biography. If there was a biographical film about our lives, and this was actually one of the songs I picked, because uh, the the highs of this song mirror the greatest like what like moments Todd and I had on stage where the crowd was just in sync with the band. I get that same emotion just from listening to this song. So it's like in euphoria. Yep. Yeah, it's just it's otherworldly. Oh no! Don't don't play the uh, not the or- not the orchestra version. No, it's too it's way too long and cumbersome. It's good, but it's not as good as the original. I find. There's the, you almost have to go in the middle of the song to really get a really good. Yeah, I think I might hear good feel of it, but yeah, the, it it, it kind of starts off nice and slow. God, I just made a, a fart face there. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that. Oh, yeah. Man. Todd makes those faces when he's playing on stage all the time. You know, like, yeah. Don't don't take any close up pictures of it. <laughs> face melting. Yeah, this yeah. song's very emotional. Very. This is when he's like, I know he's he, he is shredding and he's doing a lot of his you know Steve I tricks and stuff. And a lot of people don't like Steve I because he's got so many tricks. But in terms of pure emotion and passion, like this song. Yeah, he's put his whole soul into it. Like you can feel it. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's scary. When we did that, when I did that episode of The Real Debaters where we talked about the song, we, mm-hmm. we, we pre-gave our set, our, like our songs. Right. We all had to listen to them before we went into the episode. Right. So one of the guys was Rusty Matias from Imaginary Cities. He was there and he hates Steve I and he hates shredders and he hates all those kinds of things. So when he saw that show up on the list, he listened to it because he had to, because it was the homework for the episode. And 
he took a step back and goes, wow, this song's amazing. You know, it actually, it was like the win him over song. Like he's not just, Steve Vai's not just all flash and balls. Like there's, there's definitely texture and, and, and stuff going on there for sure. Oh yeah. It, that would be one of those, what's it called? Reveal videos or something like when you, the first time someone hears it. Yeah. Sit down and just reaction go, videos. Wow. Reaction yeah. video. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Like, that's right, my number well, one. Shane, Shane, you're number two. Oh well, because I had number one's already. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I it it could be my number one. It's it's lots it's, of people have covered this. Um, it's it's a traditional song. Um, it's old. Nobody really knows kind of where it came from. Um, but my another one of my absolute favorite songs there they're very i'm really into them lately and going back and listening to the old catalog <clears throat> thin lizzie's whiskey in the jar Ooh. um metallica did a version of it and it was okay um one of my favorite versions of it it's actually jerry garcia's acoustic album he does this version of whiskey in the jar with a mandolin oh and it's it's pretty tight, um, but I have to I have to go with Thin Lizzy whiskey in the jar. Well, there is an actual official music video, which is interesting. Yeah, I they, didn't know there'd be a music video for this because just because it's so old, right? I think that it's probably like Top of the Pops or like recorded off of probably. one of the. Todd, Todd, you know this song, right? Yep. This yeah, is. We'll play. Everybody knows the metallic version, but I don't yeah. like the metallic version. It's it's fine. I think yeah. I like this version better than Metallica one. I think. Bitch and shirt, dude. No kidding, I want one. Just needs a kimono. The drummer's like, uh, can I start yet? That riff is just... Yeah. Okay, maybe this isn't the one I'm thinking of. gods i'm sorry but metallica is a good version metallica really neutered this song yeah i'm sorry i know everyone loves metallica metallica is the greatest band of all time and all that sort of stuff well i (laughs) he gets up and leaves (laughs) i'm out but i'm not i'm not a metal i'm actually not a metallica fan you know and and People are talking about like the resurgence, like with Master of Puppets because of Stranger Things and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, I actually went back and listened to the song because everyone's like, yeah, it's a story, a song about addiction. I'm like, I had no idea it was a song about addiction. I don't like, I don't listen to Metallica. Like, I just don't. And when they did this song, and I was a fan of the original for sure. And then I heard their version. It was just like, hey, we, you know, it, it, 
there it's lacking something it's lacking emotion it almost feels like a <clears throat> contractual obligation that they had to like it's it's almost it's almost too poppy for metallica yes they've taken the feeling out of it yeah um it's just uh it's fairly original like we are so, yeah. so i google the jerry garcia version <clears throat> or youtube it man I'm, I'm going through puberty again sorry guys it's okay it's because you right. had your balls against the wall earlier and did the right one balls, drop? So now i need to yeah. drop again <laughs> So specifically Jerry Garcia or the Grateful Dead? It should just be Jerry Garcia. Okay, gotcha. Okay. It's, it's his like a side project and it's a bunch of just like acoustic like mandolin. Okay, here it is here. I guess that's Irish. I hope so. Because yeah, I, I was walking Met Colonel Pepper and his money he was counting. Fired off oh. my pistol. There's a studio version. This live is one is not. Yeah, this live one isn't. It's that's that's still not yeah, that. Yeah, that that top one, the very top one right there. Go right back up to the top. Yeah, that's it. Okay. Yeah. Get inspired this ah! <laughs> I don't want to buy a Seltos. I don't even know what that is. Oh, double ad. Double ads. Oh. You know what the stupid thing is? I pay for YouTube like premium. Hmm. I, I don't pay yeah, for probably not. Oh, yeah. Bluegrass version. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, this is. Holy shit, this is good. Yeah. I was going over Kildare Mountain. I met Colonel Pepper and his money he was counting. I drew forth my pistol and I rattled my saber. Saying stand and deliver, for I am a bold deceiver. Mushroom, durum, da. Whack fall the daddy oh whack fall the daddy oh there's whiskey in the oh jar. Oh my god, this is good. Okay, this it's is gonna get added. So good. So is this Sergeant Pepper who got promoted to Colonel Pepper? Uh, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> um I I've tried to do some research as to like where this song came from, and nobody really knows. It's definitely like a traditional Irish um because i talk about cork and carry um yeah. and i did a 23 and me and like 60 percent of my dna comes from the county cork oh cool like it can narrow it down like didn't know that like we played a whole campaign in cork <laughs> someone ran a campaign out of cork it was nice. awesome yeah um just goes to show how white i am um so um, and I, I tried to do some research, try to figure out where it originated from. And it's just one of those things that's always been in like the zeitgeist of music and like traditional folk songs. Um, I almost, I had an idea of doing a documentary of trying to find out if there were, was ever, because every time somebody does a cover of it, they change the name. So like Colonel Pepper is, you know, in one he's a different name and another the girl's name changes okay um 
So if you listen to one, it's Molly, sometimes it's Sally, sometimes it's Jenny, like depends on the version that you're listening to. So of course that gets muddled too, because you don't know who the, like to try and narrow down who this might be, you know, in some kind of real stakes or trying to figure out if the song is like based on a true story or not. In my limited Google research, I never really found too much, but I didn't. I'd like to do a documentary about. Like, it sounds like a Netflix special. Trying to trying to figure out like where the song came from and if there really was this guy who was, um, you know, robbing people and then his lady turns him over to the cops, and then because she, she was banging the the cop on the side and you know he runs away. It's a great it's story. Of, like, it's 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 such a rad story and. There's, like I said, there's so many good covers and then there's the Metallica version. Um, so, but I think the Finn Lizzy is still my favorite version of the song. Yeah. Um, especially that live, that live version that we were just listening to is yeah. just so good. Yeah. Um, I've really gotten into Thin Lizzy. Like, I, I want to say Cowboy by Thin Lizzy is probably my favorite Thin Lizzy song because there are two epic guitar solos in the song. Yeah. Like, it's just like, oh, here's an epic guitar solo. And then he sings a little bit. Oh, here's a more epic guitar solo, by the way. Like, it's just so good. Um, but yeah, I think that's the, between this and Gin and Juice, those are my two favorite covers of, of all time. Personal preference. Yep. Todd, did we... Uh... Don't at me. <laughs> or you can't. That, was, that, that you have your list done? Yeah, mine's done. The, okay. the, the, um, yeah, the Steve I, that was my last one. All right. Ooh. My, my favorite one, you guys probably don't know. Um, I, I know there was like some some stuff that showed up on my screen that Shane was looking at. So, but you probably didn't see the one I, I, I meant. So... This is um, it's my favorite uh song by the like the original version is my favorite song by that band. And when I heard this cover, I'm like, you guys are gonna f it up, and they didn't. They actually made me like the original even more. They brought enough interesting stuff to it, and this is an all star band featuring. Primus, Tool, Mutoid Man, Mastodon, and Coheed and Cambria uh, playing this song together. Hmm. It is uh, the the band this band the name of this band? Um, they this is their most downloaded video on their YouTube page, and um, they also it's also featured on one of their like they do releases, and all they do is covers to raise money for musicians in the pandemic that couldn't go out and play so um this song's great so this is um anthem cover of rush's anthem by two minutes to late night you guys ready yeah even get the video too uh shaker
want to get to at least the singer shows up here. Go Ricky Bass. That's my favorite rush song of all time and I, the, the 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 star power behind this and yeah. just to raise money for musicians who couldn't tour during during the covid years you know it's like all the proceeds of this went to pay musicians who just couldn't go out and perform so there's um i don't know it's just cool that they did this and it's cool that that's where the money goes. And it's cool they brought all this massive talent in. None of these guys needed the money. And I, my understanding is they just took their share of the money they made off of this to pay musicians who just couldn't go out and tour. Like, I don't know. I wonder who manages that stuff. Uh, it's uh, we're, we're playing to raise money, but who's oh, actually... It's Guarcinio there, the guy with the face corpse paint. Ah, Okay. It's his, uh, he had a late night. Shane, are you familiar with Gorsini Hall? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's the one with the Van Halen type guitar with the yep. Yep. face paint. Face yeah. paint yeah. Misfits face paint. Yep. Yeah. Hey, that's easily, I, I honestly go back and re-listen to this song like at least every week since it came out. Yeah. And I just keep you, going back to it. If you ever get a chance, I mean, uh, and I probably brought this up before and you may even have heard it before, but why, why not? If you look them up and look at the covers that they do for for Rush, yep. they're just amazing. Just Jane, amazing. Go look it up. Why? Why not? They're yeah, great. They, they've Talk got their own. Them. Yeah, they've got their own albums. Uh, they've got a new singer. They did a couple albums with one singer, and then uh, now they're they're doing a couple more. But my God, the live performances that they do. Uh, you know what? If you're a Rush fan, and it's like you know what. Now that Neil Perth's gone and they're not going to be touring anymore, if you want to scratch that itch, if you get a chance and they're in your area, I would definitely check them out. But definitely check it out on YouTube, uh, yeah, just so you know what is up. Yeah, just just so you can hear them. It's just awesome. Yep. All right, I'm yeah. going to cap it off there. I do have to go. <laughs> it's yeah. time for me to go for lunch. But holy shit, was that fun? That was awesome. That was cool. It's really nice to put music back into the show and actually not give a fuck and try to promote music that people should go out and buy. Yeah. You know, that's the whole point of this is like, if we're going to play music on the show, it's for you people out there listening to our show to go out there and go discover music like we always do and go find stuff. And this is me just nudging you in the right direction and with my two buddies here to help kind of I love finding music. new music. I love finding new bands. Um, an example would be something like the Cleverleys. Um, they're country bluegrass, but they do nothing but modern pop songs. Nice. So their cover of Blue Dabba Dee Dabba Die is 
it's hilarious and it's good. Um, they do a couple of Beyonce songs. Nice. Um, Beck's Loser. They do a bluegrass cover of Beck's <laughs> Loser. It's nice. And they're really good. Um, but that was definitely one of those bands that I found when I was outside having a smoke and it was just like, who are these wacky fellows who are very competent bluegrass? Yep. Um, what, I, what I was going to say with this uh, two minutes to late night thing is they've actually like, I actually found a lot of bands through them, like bands I wouldn't have discovered because they put these like all-star bands together, but then there's like mutoid men's and they're like, who's mutoid man. So I started listening to a bunch of their stuff and they're great. Then they have, you know, all these, even though they have all-stars in there, they have local, like not local, but like indie bands, lots of indie bands. War on women was another one that I just fell in love with. They're like, they're fantastic. So I, you know, that's one of the things that came out of COVID. There was a lot of quote unquote all-star bands doing bedroom covers. Right. And to discover new music. I don't know. I, I I'm all about the new music, like finding new stuff and yeah, it's awesome. Okay. Shane, where do we find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Shane Loves Games, where I talk about RPGs and board games in a positive to uh, create positive conversations. I try and stay away from the negative aspects of the gaming world, which there are many, um, mostly douchebags out there. And I, uh, I mostly just talk about stuff that's on my shelves and stuff that people are interested in. Um, it's another thing that Sean and I bonded over back in the day was the fact that we're both Dungeons and Dragons nerds. So. Let me know when you're going to do a podcast about exactly what you're talking about. Shane loves games podcast. I think would be a great freaking idea. Ah, it's just so much work. and I'm so lazy. It's so easy just to take a picture and put it on Twitter. <laughs> I, I, I can, I can, trust me. I can grease your wheels. Okay. No, honestly, honestly, like you, you could have a podcast up like in a day, but I think talking, but I think a podcast about gaming from your perspective would have a lot of, um, interest it's that old joke what did one white guy say to the other guy white guy let's start a podcast oh yeah yeah true Um, so it's it's such a diluted market out there for i it would just be another i I can't i can't think of anything new that i would bring to the table other than the fact that i'm you know very rural part of nova scotia is where i got my start and what that would look like like pre-internet like what that looks like compared to somebody who may live in like a a major city. And that's kind of the other thing. There's a podcast that I listen to called the Grognard files where they talk about getting started in D and D in the UK and what the UK scene of RPGs look like back in the eighties and early nineties and how, you know, different trains, but same, same track. Oh, I think everyone's getting ready to go. Okay. I'll shut up. <laughs> but Damn. yes. Should I do a podcast? Yes. Would it go anywhere? Probably not. Oh, as long as you're doing it to have fun. Like, yeah. Yeah. And that's my Twitter's an easy thing I can do. Like I can even take a bunch of pictures in the course of a night and then spread them out over a few days. Um, I also have a Instagram feed called secondhand bangers where I take pictures of all the weird covers of the vinyl that I find at work and post them one a day. Mm. mostly to make fun of them um so (laughs) it's second underscore hand underscore bangers uh go and follow me there it's pretty fun i will let you go and have lunch 
All right. Okay. You can find <laughs> us at Sean Geek Podcast on all social media. Of course, the web page is Todd. What is it? It's Sean McGinnity.ca. S E A N M C G I N I T Y dot C A. Ribbed for your pleasure. <laughs> Anyway, whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Todd's sexy voice. <laughs> that was the last time I was ever on their podcast. I don't know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. We'll let you guys go and uh, we'll see you guys on the flip side. Awesome. All that right. Was fun. Yeah. Uh, Fans of the Sean Geek Podcast, this is the Core Geek talking at you. Did you know that the Sean Geek Podcast has merch available? That's right. Head on over to SeanBeginnity.ca and click the merch link at the top of the page. You'll be taken to the Sean Geek Podcast store on TeePublic, where you can find the Sean Geek Podcast logo on t-shirts, totes, masks, and more. And best of all, a portion of the sales goes to help support the podcast and allow Sean and Todd to keep bringing great content your way. Once again, go to SeanBeginnity.ca and click the merch link at the top of the page. And while you're there, don't forget to download the latest episode.